Welcome to Ring It In. This is Rachel. And this is Matt. And we are going to talk you through our experience getting into the mountains, first Ryokan, and some total panic. Yeah, I was going to say, you sound really calm here. This was a hell of a day. It was. It was. It was intense. So, today we left Tokyo. And, of course, that involves, well, leaking any city involves a lot of stuff. Packing all your things, getting Mm -hmm. things organized, making sure that you have everything, Mm -hmm. all of that sort of stuff. We sat around for a while this morning because we got packed really early and Mm -hmm. our train didn't leave until 1. So we were like, cool, we have plenty of time, which we did. We had plenty of time. We are packed pretty efficiently, I feel. We have two kind of carry-on suitcases we mentioned previously, um, but this also means that we we cannot really acquire much, much stuff. Right. We're kind of expecting all of our uh, souvenirs. What is it? Uh, omiyagi. They'll be super flat. Um, will be flat and will be procured in our last few days in Tokyo, probably. Right. Uh, and I will say that I am carrying two rolls of toilet paper in my suitcase and so once we go through those uh then i'll have a lot more space yeah (laughs) so don't ask why anyway um so we went to the train station and i think part of the problem here is like just overconfidence right i was feeling like cool yeah, we've been Got in and out handle of handle on this train station. Yeah, we've been in and out of the stations. We were in Shinjuku Station, which again, busiest station in the world. Right. Like how many million people through a day or something? Three hundred fifty million. Can't be three hundred fifty million people even a day. Which doesn't make us any sense. No, I, th- I think he said three to five million a three day. Three to five. That makes more sense. Yeah. That I, makes way. I don't remember what the sense. hell he said, but yeah, it, w- it wasn't three hundred fifty million. No, I was trying to process how that could even be possible. That's like more than the population of the United States. I know exactly. Yeah. I was really confused. Okay, we'll go to three. Go with three to five million, and that makes sure. perfect sense. But that's a that's a buttload of people. Oh my god, it's so many people. Yeah, uh, that's a trainload of people. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of trains. Anyways, but uh, but we've been in and out of the thing. We we decided we were going to we we needed to catch a Shinkansen from uh, Tokyo City out to Echigoyagawa, Yuzawa, um, and we had two options. We could take a train from multiple trains. We had multiple options from Shinjuku or our little neighborhood in Nishi Shinjuku out to Tokyo Station, which is another very big station, and then take that up into the mountains. Or we could take a uh, another line from Shinjuku up to Omiya Station. Mm-hmm. Omiya. And that was kind of... I don't know, north northwest uh, of the city. So you kind of get out of the city into the burbs a little bit there. And it's more in the direction of where we were going. Like, going to Tokyo Station was, like, backtracking from the direction of the mountain. Yeah, yeah. We were, like, we have to go way, way east and then go back northwest. So mm-hmm. we thought, well, we'd do the transfer at a smaller station, be easier to do it. Mm-hmm. I think it was the right choice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we made it through. We showed our passes. We got on the platform. One it? of the trains was leaving, and I was really sweaty. And so I took off my sweater, and in the process of taking off my sweater, I dropped my wallet. And JR Pass. And JR Pass. 
Yeah. Now keep in mind the 21 day JR pass is not inexpensive. Right. And it is not. You can't buy it again. Right. It is not returnable. Like, so you can buy it again. Actually, hey, yeah, because as a tourist, you can rebuy it here, but it's like at an extra premium. Oh, jeez. But. uh, Yeah, so that was like hundreds of dollars. My passport was gone. That was gone. All of our tickets that we'd gotten. All of my cash was gone. All of our reserve tickets were gone. Yeah, Rachel might have been a little bit. I um, was freaking the fuck out. Yeah. Like, there's just no. I, like, never had, like, such a physical, like, sort of panic reaction. I feel like I channeled my mom here. Uh, maybe just because I, growing up with my mom and being a bit of a mama's boy, that, uh, like, I, I saw my mom take charge of difficult situations a few times, and, like, I wanted to be pissed. I, w- I won't deny I wasn't muttering under my breath when we were walking and I, you were behind me. But um, but it, just, w- it wasn't going to do us any good to be pissed or angry at anyone. And if anything, I kind of like scolded you, right, for for like apologizing because it wasn't helping anything. We needed to just kind of regroup. We were in the we were in the best possible place to lose all of those things, right? Like, fortunately, we have some reserves, so like it wouldn't have been the end of the trip. We actually have travel insurance which would have helped pay for a lot of that. Right. Um, like, if you're going to lose your passport, lose it in one of the biggest cities in the world that has a U.S. embassy or consulate, right? Like, it, it, it would have worked out. It would have been a hassle, but it would have worked. We would have slept at a capsule hotel. Who knows? Right. Um, but fortunately, we didn't have to do that. No, because the Japanese people are freaking amazing when it comes to courtesy and politeness and responsibility to community. So, yeah. They, we, so... Yeah, after we realized that we couldn't find it on the platform, my wallet anywhere, and confirmed that it was not in my bag by chucking all of the items in my bag on the ground on the platform and then putting them all back in again. Uh, we kind of did that twice because you did it once right. and I did it once. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it was it was serious panic. Anyway, we went and found the information desk. Um, Matt talked to the guy at the information desk, and he. Um, called around to the other lost and founds, I assume. Yeah, yeah. First he thought we left it on a train. He said, what line, what line were you on? And I sh- showed him which line. I forget what it was. I told him what it was. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay, like which direction? And I said, no, on the platform. And he was like, oh, oh okay. And that seemed like a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he, he also thought it was mine. And then I was trying to explain it was my wife's. And that didn't work quite as well because he spoke a little bit of English and uh, my Japanese when I'm in a, a good space is poor. Um, but like I pulled out my phone, I did the translate, I said my wife's wallet in the thing and he read it a couple times and was like, ah, okay, okay. Um, and, he, and then he asked your name and I, I told him your name and then he called and then he was like, hi, hi, hi. And that seemed like okay, or he was saying that on the phone, mm-hmm. and then he said, um, come with me, we're going to go to the track, and then we started walking, and he didn't realize Rachel was right, like, around the corner, so I had to grab her, and I'm like, sumimasen, and he slowed down, and then he, we got started walking, and then he turned over his shoulder and said, they have it at Lost and Found, and it was like, oh, okay, um, and then he walked at a very brisk pace. He did. While we're carrying luggage through a 
bunch of tunnels. Yeah. And we got to the place. We stood around for a few seconds. He let us in. The best part was Rachel went in, and um, I was standing out front. And then another woman walked up and knocked on the door, and they opened the door. And she was also returning a wallet that somebody else had lost. <laughs> it was like a men's wallet. <laughs> it was like, I'm not the only one. But, she, but the, the, the exchange between the two of them was all in Japanese. Um, but it was like very casual. She was like, da-da-da-da. And he was like, da-da-da-da. And then, like, I think he basically asked her, like, where? And she said, where? And then he asked her name, and she gave her name, and he was like, okay, thanks. And then he took it. Anyway. <laughs> it just seems like it's very common, I yes. guess. And so, and they had a whole procedure for it. I just had to, you know, like, sign some paperwork. I mean, I lost my phone at the Holocaust Memorial Museum once, and someone had immediately turned it in, and um, I had to do the same thing, like, you know, sign for it and, mm-hmm. um, and all of that. I mean, losing your phone is a much less big deal than losing all of your stuff but uh hopefully mm-hmm. everything was still in there you still had your medicine it only delayed us yeah an hour, and this is the other thing too so we had reserved tickets reserved seats reserved from seats. Uh, uh omiya to Echigoyazawa, and uh we missed that train mm-hmm. by an hour um but the jrl but this this is actually Again, we talked a little bit before about like whether or not to get a JR pass. Like, if you're only going to be in Tokyo, you probably do not want to get one. We probably saved twenty bucks taking the JR lines around the city while we were in Tokyo those six yeah. days. Um, and, and but the twenty dollars is a drop in the bucket for a, the twenty-one day pass, right? But the uh, but it was something, right? Mm-hmm. It starts adding up. But basically, the the trains that we had booked that we missed was one hundred and twenty dollars about worth of tickets. And so we didn't have to rebuy those. We just went and re-reserved new seats on a yeah. different train. And they were like, yep, sure. Um, I don't think that guy liked us very much because he booked us two middle seats. Um, <laughs> not two middle, an aisle and a middle. Um, and nobody ever sat in the window seat. So I, we yeah. just moved over there ourselves. Um, but who cares, yeah. to be honest? Who cares? No, it just, worked out. It was like some of the worst 20 minutes of my life. and. I really feel so stupid, um, and I'm gonna come up with a better method of not losing my passport. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I, I support this. I support this. So uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit here. We're about ten minutes um, about the trip to Echigoyazawa, and then we're gonna talk about what we're up here for. We're in this mm-hmm. thing called a ryokan, which is a traditional Japanese inn. Um, some of you probably know what this is. Um, and uh, many of them also have onsen, which are Japanese hot springs, and uh, like kind of you know it's a, a, a little bit more of a schmancy sort of experience. But it's one of the things we wanted to do for sure. So we're yeah. in the mountains, and we're we're at this place. But so the train trip, once we actually got on the train, um, was really fascinating because we started out. We were above ground. You could see some mountains. We maybe saw a shadow of Mount Fuji way in the distance. Probably not. Was, we we're not quite at the right angle. We were kind of far north. Um, but we, like, hit mountains pretty quick from Tokyo. I was pretty surprised. And, uh, and then we went underground. And after that short break, maybe the microphones are a little better. I think we didn't have them plugged in properly. And we'll, uh, hopefully this is good. But when... Uh, what we were saying is we did go underground, um, not too far outside of there. And what I found most interesting, I felt like we were sort of like, uh, and I mentioned this on like Facebook or something too, um, but I felt we, like we were in, inside of a whale or we were a whale 
because like we were underground, it was dark, or my ears were plugging. Yeah. And then we would come up for a station, mm-hmm. and then we'd go back under. Yeah. So it was it was interesting. We were just like coming up for air, coming up for stations. Uh, we did the three times we hit Echigo Yozawa. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a little mountain town, uh, Mm -hmm. primarily a ski town. Obviously, we're here off-season, although you can still see snow on some of the mountains. It's not like a lot of snow, but um, definitely still there. Mm -hmm. So we got out, um, remembered all of our things, uh, took them off of the train with us, and uh, went downstairs, and we happened to find a sake tasting room, which was exactly what we needed at yeah. that point in our lives. Yeah, it was like the, the station had a ton, a ton of stuff in there. It was pretty adorable. Mm-hmm. The uh, and, and on our list when we hit Niigata is these, there's a like a sake museum for a bunch of different little uh, sake vending machines. You pay for some coins and you get tastings based on, but most of them are one. A couple mm-hmm. of them are two or three coins. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a, a, a hundred yen. Yeah, so it was like essentially five dollars well, a dollar per coin. Yeah, and you got a little little sake cup full of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we we plan on doing that in Niigata because we're we're in sort of a known area for sake. So it's um, the rice growing provinces. Um, yeah. Niigata is known for its rice, and so therefore they also have a lot of sake breweries. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I feel like we successfully actually negotiated that entire place only in Japanese too. Did you notice that mm. when we did it? Yeah, you're right. We did. It's not bad. Um, so, I mean, I don't know if we did it well, but I got a, I mean, you know, a futatsu, uh, or futari for, futari for, uh, for two people, and mm-hmm. he was like, hi, and then, like, showed us the, you know, 10,000 mm-hmm. yen or whatever for, um, for the two, or 1,000 yen mm-hmm. for two of us, and then we decided to go back and we could get some kukis, um, some cucumbers. That you could put miso paste on, or they had like a whole bunch of different salts yeah, you could put like on it. Yeah, they had like a salt tasting, so you could choose all these different salts and salt salt your cuke. Yeah, um, right. Then someone, uh, oh someone my. just like <laughs> kindly volunteered to take our picture. So yeah, um, so you can see that picture um, on Instagram, and probably is the cover of this. Oh, it could be. Uh, it's not an awesome picture, but maybe it'll be. Well, it makes some sense. We don't have a whole lot of other pictures from today. No, um, that's true. So, uh, I mean, there were some beautiful views from the um, bath that's at the top of this ryokan that we're at. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, when you go to an onsen in Japan, you're, you just bring yourself. You're in there naked. And so you definitely do not have your phone with you yeah. or camera so or anything well, else. Yeah, let's, let's, let's back it up a little bit and we'll explain sort of like at least our ryokan experience back for here. And, um, but it, it's sort of like an immersive experience. Uh, Rachel mentioned earlier, she went off, off, off microphone that it definitely feels a little 80s, this place we're at. We're at Hoteru uh, mm. Futaba. Futaba, um, yeah. And some of them definitely kind of have that feel you could see. And their price ranges are from kind of expensive to like unimaginably yeah, expensive. Yeah. So we're at a kind of expensive one. And the, um, but we showed up. We decided to walk here from the station because it was just, you know, it was not a very long walk, but yeah, it was, it was like kind of up minutes. some big hills and it wasn't super obvious where it was. Um, just because there's a lot of hotels and so yeah. which one it was was not clear. Yeah. And, but we got here, we walked in the front and they were basically just saying all the welcomes. We gave them our name. They took our passport, which they always do at hotels and uh, checked us in and 
like walked us to our room. A little uh, tiny woman that we later found out is from China. Um, tried to carry a young woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, tried to carry all of our bags, and I kind of wouldn't let her. I don't know if that was rude, but um, I let her take mine. Oh yeah, that makes sense. But I, it, it was like it didn't I'm, make sense I'm for her to take mine too. And um, brought us to the room, and it's it's kind of a hybrid Western. Um, traditional Japanese room so there's a big tatami room which are these like um, what, bamboo mats mm-hmm. and a little table with little chairs on the ground basically like seat backs and we're of course sweaty because it's humid and warm here and we've been hiking up a hill and had just drinking sake mm-hmm. um, and we sat down and she was like please sit down and uh, she served us like hot tea and had little sweets, which mm-hmm. look a little bit like palmetto bugs, but were wonderful, <laughs> wonderful, sweet, uh, giant, sweet black beans. Yeah, they were more like beans than bugs. No, I know. They looked a little bit carapace-y. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, so it was, it, was, uh, it was kind of interesting to like go from humping bags up a hill to like sitting down and having someone serve you mm-hmm. in this like sort of fancy little room. And then she showed us around the room a little bit, and she skedaddled. We finished up our tea and kind of poked our head around, and there's like a toilet room and a uh, like a sink and bathroom room. We also have a private bath in this room, so that was mm-hmm. one of the things that we that we booked. So um, onsens are hot springs. There are hot springs, um, a couple of different ones. There's some on the sixth floor that we haven't been to, and there's some on the seventh floor, but then our room also has its own um, private okay. bath. Uh, that yeah. is outside mm-hmm. it doesn't really have a view i mean because it's got like sort of screening blocking you from the other hotels well, uh, it's got a pretty good view of the parking lot but it's got fresh air um yeah. and nice hot water and privacy so yeah and after the city it was pretty nice it's cool mm-hmm. refreshing mm-hmm. but yeah we hung out in that tub for a bit mm-hmm. when we decided to brave the actual onsen which are the public baths mm-hmm. that are here uh, do you want to give us your experience on that one? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, after just sort of like getting adjusted and accustomed, I was like, okay, I'm ready to tackle it. So we've watched a bunch of videos on um, onsen. So I knew the sort of basics. Obviously, you need to shower before you. And more than like, you know, American pools, like there's a shower and you've got your swimsuit and you like hop into that shower for like 20 seconds, maybe. And then you get in the pool. Mm-hmm here this is full lather full lather and you're also not wearing any swimsuit so you clean yourself all off well and then you've got a little tiny towel that you can use modesty wise that you then keep on top of your head while you're in the um while you're in the uh, bath uh for me it was really nice when we went upstairs that there was no one else in the women's pools at all so i got to kind of like get accustomed to like putting my clothes away and you know like figuring out where everything was without anyone around to you know make me feel like awkward right uh so here there were two pools inside and there was one pool outside i only went to the outside one because i wanted to look at the mountains Mm -hmm. uh they're all relatively small maybe six by ten feet probably oh uh, if we go ours. back to the other one the, the men's side so they had like the, they're separated by gender so you got right. men and women's side uh and they have they flip part way through the day so it's not like it's always men and always women it's so e- each each group gets a di- different view throughout the right. day 
And um, in in the men's side, we actually had three, but one of them was like a cold plunge. And the the big pool inside, the big uh, bath inside, was, was basically just seemed like a pool. It was all tile. It was nothing. It was just, it seemed not a hot spring other than that there was like a, the, the spigot looks different mm-hmm. that pours into it. Um, but it was pretty big. I would say that that was like 25 feet wide or something like oh, that. Oh, wow. It was big. Yeah, that's and much different than ours. It had a huge glass pane window that you could look out oh. onto the valley. Uh, the windows were a little like uh, kind of fogged up and uh, and stuff, but you could still get a pretty good view. Um, oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because yeah. ours was much smaller, definitely. Yeah, and it was pretty big. And then I went out into the the outside one, and, and I, I had – there were two gentlemen – uh, showering off when I got there, um, and by the time I got into the area to shower off, they moved into the outside or the sauna. Um, one of them, I think one in the sauna, one of them went into the outside pool. And uh, yeah, I showered off. We'd already showered off really well here, so I didn't feel too obligated to shower off super well, but I went through the motions mm-hmm. in case anybody watched me. And, um, and I ended up going out to the outside one, and there were three guys in there. They were all speaking Japanese. Uh, of course, because we're in Japan. Mm-hmm. But um, I was there for maybe like 45 seconds before they all got up and left. Now, <laughs> that, that pool was pretty warm. Um, and they were in there the whole time I was on the inside ones because I, I went to two of the different pools on the inside. Oh, okay. For probably a good 10, 15 minutes. So they must have been out there for a bit. Um, and it, I may have scared them off. But uh, I, I also, like tattoos are bad news here. Uh, in fact, they're banned at most um, real count and onsen, or at least in the onsen portion. Yeah, I mean, I think that's changing, but it better yeah. safe than sorry. And I have a small tattoo on my arm, and I totally forgot. I brought bandages to cover it, and I totally forgot about it. So I just, like, kept the towel over it when I could and, like, pa- faced away from people. Um, all the people there were there were probably between, like, 30 and 45. So... It, Probably not as big a deal. There was yeah. one older gentleman while I was coming in, um, but uh, but yeah, it was pretty pleasant. Mm-hmm. It was really nice. I mean, just kind of watch the sun set, um, yeah. and we came back in. But then the the holy Jesus is about dinner. Yeah. Should yeah. we do another quick break before yeah. that one? Okay, you guys get to hear the bloop bloop. So real quick before we dive into dinner, I kind of explain this. This is part of the sort of real count experience too. Is um, sort of a meal called a kaiseki meal. Um, I don't know all the ins and outs. Supposedly for a long time, like Westerners were not really welcome to it because they didn't feel we could understand it. And we didn't. Oh yeah, we definitely didn't understand anything that was going on. Um, But but it's basically a a ton of little courses that I I think are supposed to basically like tell a story. If you go to a really good place, this probably is not like the ideal place for like the super kaiseki experience, but Supposedly, like, you go in and it, like, helps you appreciate, like, that season and, like, right. the smells and the textures and the tastes, and it's all very nuanced. Um, so, but I'll, I'll turn over to your experience or your, your feedback on the... Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I'm not the world's most adventurous eater. Uh, I'm not terrible. You're better than, way better than most. You just, like, certain things you don't like. Right. Um... I hate mayonnaise. Everyone who knows me knows this. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of mushrooms. I don't like raw onions. And I also like 
eh, I'm okay on fish, you know, like I like it, but I don't like all of it. And so sitting down to a meal where most of the things are going to be fish and you have no idea what any of them are going to be is a little bit anxiety producing potentially. Uh, oh yeah. Like I only recognized a few of the things that were in front of me. I mean, like you generally knew of what sort of vein they were, but I couldn't name like, oh, that's that thing. Right, yeah. I mean, like, I was like, okay, there's a shrimp. But everything else, I was like, eh? Yeah. I mean, uh, there was there was a little sashimi bowl that right. was, like, in a, a bowl of ice. The ice, the the bowl ice was, was the, ice. Yeah. yeah, the ice was the bowl, and the bowl was the ice. Yeah. They were, they were one and the same. So that's a thing we a know, nice right? We know sliced fish. Oh, like, yeah. That made For sense. Sure. Um, there was, like, a udon mm-hmm. uh, bowl that had, a, like, a traditional fish cake in it and some, right. she said they were shrimp balls. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows? Shrimp balls were that big. Anyway, <laughs> another, oh, my. Um, the, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, sorry, I derailed us. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, but yeah, a bunch of the other stuff was just like what, and it was just layers, but of colors, and the thing, the main thing oh, yeah. was that it, she had these little grills off to the side, or these little—they were just like flat pl- pans that underneath them was a um, like a, a a special sterno kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, sterno thing that was going to burn out, so it just had a limited time that it would burn for, um, which was the time that it was to cook these things, and it was mushrooms and a piece of broccoli. And mm-hmm. then some kind of abalone thing. Yeah. But the abalone thing was still decidedly alive Yeah. when it was put in this pan. And so while you're eating all your other dishes that you're not quite sure what they are but or what order to eat them in, but you're eating them and enjoying them or not enjoying them, depending on what it was, mm-hmm. uh, there's also, like, out of the corner of your eye, this, like, writhing mollusk. Yeah. Writhing mollusk. That's a that's a band name. <laughs> and it was really distracting. Yeah. Uh, and, and I should have tried a bunch of yours because yours was obviously fresher. Because mine wasn't writhing like yours was. Mine, mine moved a little bit, but was not really in the same ways. really active. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I ate it. I mean, what are you gonna do after that little mollusk gave up its life? Like, you're just gonna eat it. Yeah. Uh, and I ate the mushrooms too. Yeah. But that was a lot. When I say a lot, that was a lot of food. Like, oh we God. failed at being Instagrammers and did not bring a camera, but I feel like we succeeded at being humans by not bringing a camera. Yeah, I didn't bring mine on purpose. Yeah. Um, but I sort of wished I would have had it. But I, you don't want to see you don't want to see that mollusk. No. Anyway. But there was, like, three plates of things in front of us. Mm-hmm. Each plate of thing maybe had, like, three to eight different little things on it Mm -hmm. then there was like a little glass of plum wine umeshu Mm -hmm. there was the udon thing that was also under a candle that she said let it go until it burns out and then it'll be done and then she lit the fire for the the writhing mollusk um what else was it then she brought like beef beef stew stew. and like a fish stew thing it wasn't stew fish thing that you were not a fan of thing yeah i know it wasn't for me and then she brought rice rice and umeboshi and some other stuff and then which were pickle plums umeboshi Uh uh miso soup another plate of pickles right 
Um, I feel like there was one more thing in there that we missed. It was just, it was so... It there was, was a ton of food. Yeah. And I mean, it was all... I feel like the pacing... I'm really curious because we're going to another Neocon in like a week-ish yeah. um, in uh, Hokkaido. And so I'm really curious to see, like compare the meals and also... Because I felt like the pacing was rushed. Like I was not sure what, what I was what supposed to eat when. Yeah, and I asked her, is there an order? And she was like, no, just wait till these candles go out. Yeah. And um, so I'm really, I would like to see, I would like to compare. I didn't feel like it was a journey. I felt it was like uh, uh, a smorgasbord. It was like bus. a collision. Yeah. It was yeah. a collision of food into yeah. my face. Um, so, and some of it was really good. Some of it was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. There was that other little like pickled fish thing, <laughs> which is kind of like the thing we had last night. Um, Rachel's not a fan of pickled fish. No, not my favorite. Um, but, uh, but then she was like, and you, because we have a we've got a special package that we got here f- with which is like romance package we have a oh yeah, we have yeah a gift we, got, we're gonna we open. got a gift from them um but it's like an anniversary package uh that was funny it was like come spend your special day during the weekday yeah um so it's like an obviously oh, like a weekday special for anniversary things which worked out perfect for us yep um but we got like an extra jank and we got an extra dessert uh, so, but she was like, do you want dessert here or do you want dessert in your room? And I was like, please in the room because I'm going to explode. Yeah. Give us time to take a little break. Yeah. We walked around the lobby a little bit and then she met us back at our room and it was like a three course dessert. Yeah. We haven't so finished. Uh, there's like an entire plate of fruit. No. I know. That we're going to eat here at some Probably point. after this. Um, it looked like pretty good fruit. It did. I'm excited about fruit. Yeah. So, but they oh also goodness. gave yeah, us they a gave gift. Yeah. They gave us a gift. Which yeah. we're going to open now. Yeah. For you. It, oh, so it's a long, thin box. It's wrapped in like a nice uh, red red paper. Paper. And uh, you can probably hear it. I'm gonna go chopsticks. Oh yeah, maybe chopsticks seems like a good. It's got guess. some cute little uh, sakura blossom flowers. Indeed. Oh, those are nice chopsticks, though. They are nice chopsticks. One of them's longer than the other one. Oh. Isn't it? Yep. Exactly. Yeah. We've got. Male and female chopsticks here. Yeah. Um, they're red and nice. black. Um, yeah, they're pretty. They're, they're actually pretty. good wood ones, too. Yeah. Well, that's very kind. Uh, yeah. So, nice. anyway, today was a day of just complete panic and much confusion, punctuated and by soaking super relaxation. In hot water. Yeah. 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 It's been a day. It's I know. It's been very interesting. We're, we're long. We're on the long one on this one, but I'm going to give one last little tip. Right for anybody who's listened this long, anybody who's going to come out to Japan, uh, you have to definitely, I think, try getting to an onsen. Oh, for sure. Get naked with people in public; it's good for your health. Um, and uh, but try a ryokan because this this has really been interesting. I think mm-hmm. um, the thing about it though is that like you can book ryokans on any number of sites. You can book, like booking.com had a million choices, mm-hmm. lots of great pictures. And actually what we ended up doing, and I think so far this has been successful, is we found a bunch of places in Echigo Yuzawa that looked good. And then we went to their websites directly. Mm-hmm. And most of their websites don't have English. So, but, you know, if but you use Chrome. But that's found the romance. Right. Uh, anniversary yeah, package right. or whatever so, it is that we're here on. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's where I was going with that, with that mm-hmm. is that, that with... Um, we paid the same price that you would have through booking.com. Not because it's a better deal, but it was just because, like, that's the standard good rate. Mm-hmm. And we had the option to see that there's this crazy weekday thing for couples, mm-hmm. which was, like, the same cost, but we got extra stuff. 
Yep. So in a later checkout. Yeah, in a later checkout. So I'd say definitely like use the main sites to like find your place and then see if you can't figure out how to book direct because um, you might get something better. Particularly for these kind of places that are independent, right? Like we're staying in um, tomorrow in Niigata, we're staying at like a corporate hotel. And so that's not really going to make that much of a difference. No. Yeah. Yeah. But just for like the kind of more mm -hmm. special places. Yeah. Just use Google places. Chrome's in, in page translation. Mm -hmm. That got us pretty far. Yep. So anyway, thanks for following along. It was it was quite a day. Um, yeah. If you're gonna ever lose your passport and all of your money and your and your pass and your train tickets, uh, I recommend you do that in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then tomorrow we get back on that train and we get oh. out to Niigata. I'm gonna not lose my shit. Yeah, I'm probably gonna lose my passport before the end of this because <laughs> I was pretty freaking. Um, smug smug about the whole thing <laughs> yeah alright I love you sweetie thanks for love the adventure alright bye, bye. <laughs> you can check us out at anchor.fm slash rein it in that's spelled r-e-i-n i-t-i-n all one word no spaces and you can leave us a message there you can also follow us at Instagram at reinitin underscore podcast or email us at reinitin at ssdpress.org, also spelled R-E-I-N-I-T-I-N at S-S-D-P-R-E-S-S dot org. Thanks again to all of our friends and family for all the support and for putting up with us. Have a great day.